Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 323, recorded live on Saturday, August 31st, 2013. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Yes. What do you post on Facebook, and what should slash shouldn't people post on Facebook? What do I post on Facebook? I have honestly uh, have no idea what Dave put. Let's see. Let's look at Dave's. I was going to ask you to, to look. Here we go. David because I'm pretty Pole. sure I don't post anything on Facebook. <laughs> let's see. The last post that you had on there was April 9th, asking anyone I know have Fitbit. I basically uh, use Facebook as... Well, to, to put it bluntly, I use Facebook as a social network service. I use Facebook to contact people. I don't really post much there. The, 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 <laughs> I'm looking back and I'm trying to actually find the last post from you on there other than the one you just posted on April. Years ago. Uh, last year, May 6th, 2012. Oh man, Verners, I've missed you. Years ago. I do comment from time to time. Yeah, let's look at your activity. I'm just looking at your timeline, which I love how your timeline and your activity are actually two different things. Two different things, yeah. How do I find your activity? I don't know. I'm looking at my activity. It's mostly commenting and every so often something about you don't know Jack. What about you, Andy? What do you post? I post... Stuff that I post on Twitter. Yep, you've got your my coach and my runs. Your runs and your Twitter stuff. Yeah. Are you still doing all your tweets in haiku? Yes, of course. Well done. You posted a comic. Oh no, that's that's someone posting for you. Yeah. Wait, what? About Waldo. About Waldo. Someone basically tagged you in a post about Waldo. Ah. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's the first part of it, though. That's that's what do you do with Facebook, which is not much. No. I like random photos and I comment on posts. Right. So the other half is what should you do with Facebook? And what shouldn't you do? The answer is what Andy and I do and nothing else. Are you saying the majority of what's on Facebook is crap? <laughs> what a profound statement, Andy. What do you think? I don't know. I, I, I think that most of Facebook is pretty crappy. There's not a lot of stuff that's really worth it out there. Or don't you think so? No, a lot of it does seem... Pointless? Yeah. A waste of time? Some of the stuff is interesting, like the fact that Wired just posted that the Apple trading program has gone live. Okay. So sometimes I get news. That's news. And that's not an individual. That That's more of a corporate posting. Yes. My, the, pe- the people I individually follow on Facebook... Yeah, I'm trying to... Uh, there's probably a lot of people I wouldn't have to personally follow on Facebook, so... Yeah, there's not a lot that I, I would suggest posting on Facebook. Now, do you post anything on Google Plus? Not much. Again, it's it's kind of that, like, uh, I, I sent out the question of who owns a Fitbit. But mostly I use social networking sites to maintain contacts with my social network. I think most of the activity I've had on Facebook recently has been with the work that I do at Wider because it's all college kids. Well, half of it's college kids, half of it's guys who've been there for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. It's a very odd group, but all of the program directors and music directors and everybody posts on Facebook, so I keep tabs on that going, oh, I should probably look in there because the volume knob isn't working or something, so that's what I do. Okay. Now, there's a lot of stuff on there that I'm not really that interested in on Facebook. I need, what I really need to do is just actually just go through and parse my Facebook feed. Parse it how? I just need to go through and see what I like, what I don't like, what page feeds... 
I can remove. There's just a lot of stuff on there that I don't pay attention to, so I should remove it. Yep, go for it. Yeah, I don't think you were going to complain to that one. No, just don't, you know, remove me. Why? You don't post anything. Well, then you shouldn't need to remove me because I don't clutter you up. Yeah, I think that answers the question, though, so. Okay, yeah, just basically don't post anything. Well, also, don't post anything that you immediately regret. There needs to be, like, a frickin'... Undo. Waiting period. Yeah, there needs to be a waiting period for Facebook. There should be... You should have a configurable waiting period between five minutes and, like, six hours. Should be... Isn't there a thing for Gmail where it's, like, they ask you complex math questions? Yep. Mail glasses. Yeah, do that for Facebook as well. Or we could actually just make a, a Facebook plugin that doesn't let you do it right away. Yeah. That, like, it actually does wait and it emails you and says, like, you have to confirm this. Okay, so I do go to Facebook and play You Don't Know Jack. That was so... Nice. Yep. That's about it. I play You Don't Know Jack on the Android. Yeah, I need to get that for Android. You definitely should. So yeah, that answers that question. I can't think of anything else. Okay. Since, you know, well, we are not heavy Facebook users. So. We are like the opposite of heavy Facebook users. Very. Okay. Well, then, that's it then, yeah? Yeah, that's a wrap. This is episode 324, recorded live on Saturday, September 7th, 2013. So should we do our random topic? Yes. Okay, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Make a bold prediction about something in the year 2020 that no one else has made a bold prediction about. I predict in 2020, Andy and I will still be recording. That is a very bold prediction. Or not, because we're still doing it now, and I don't know why we're still doing it. We just do it. I mean, we're, we're still going. Seven years down the list. Down the line. Another seven to go. Yep. What's your prediction, Andy? In the year 2020, men will be living on Mars. I, I'd i say someone's made that prediction before. Oh, probably. So if I don't think that, that counts. Work. And we wait. Sorry, Kate just sent me a message. In the year 2020, I'm predicting that AM radio will have disappeared off of the radio. Wow. That's that's pretty significant. And the way I see it, it's going to happen. In seven now I'm not saying that this is the death of radio. In general, radio will still be continuing, but I'm saying it's going to be the end of the AM broadcast. Okay. In 2020, not before, it has to happen in 2020. Yeah, I could see that by that point. Because we'll have the next Spectrum auction next year or the year after. And in another five years, we'll, there's the rate that these things are going now, it's probably going to be AM broadcasting is going to be dead. My guess, though, is the fact that they're just going to take that Spectrum and add FM broadcasting to it. I know it's not going to be as good because of the whole, yeah. But anyway, yeah, no more AM broadcasting. So there All you right. go. That's pretty bold. Do we want to put dinner on that one? Are you going to remember this in seven years? Nope. Then, no. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Andy and Dave's predictions. If you have anything else that you'd like to predict about year 2020, our mailbox is open. Mail at RAPodcast.net. Or send us a tweet, because, you know, I keep track of that. At RAPodcast. And in case you didn't get those, we're at the end of the podcast. That's a wrap. So you're going to hear me state those again. Woo! Bye, everyone. This is episode 325, recorded live on Sunday, September 15th, 2013. 
Random topic? Random topic. Oh my goodness. Are you loyal to a particular brand of toilet paper? If it's comfortable and doesn't scratch, I will use it. I actually do consistently use one that is like this um, kind of green, earth-friendly one that they sell at my work. So it's convenient and it makes the wife happy. So, yes. You know, that makes me a question, Brendan. Does Julie just, like, call you up randomly and ask you to pick up stuff while you're at work? Actually, all the time. Um, Although, keep in mind, she works in the same plaza, so if she's working, she'll get it herself. But if, you know, I'm at work and she has a day off, she will email me, like, a little list of, like, four or five things to pick up. Kate told me that if I was working where you would work, uh, she would do the same thing. Well, the other thing is the application that I manage and modify has a function where you can build a shopping list online and email it to someone. So it's just beta testing. Except it's well past beta. You should give her access to whatever test server so that you've got like a live test of any new development. Yeah, not so much. I do enough testing on my own with everyone else there. Okay. I do have to say that I am also loyal to a particular brand of toilet paper. Kate seems surprised at that, but yes, we are. So in this case, it's your choice and not hers? Yeah. And that brand is? Oh, I go with the Charmin Ultra Strong. Double rolls. And the reason is? Oh, do I really have to go into that reason? Uh, we both did. Yeah. Kind of. You're always talking about Dave taking the cheap exits. Uh, I'll just say this one there is, um, I have, I guess, digestive issues, so, um... Uh, okay, yeah, we can, we leave can it probably that. stop there. Yeah, but yes, I am very loyal to that brand of toilet paper. Okay. Kate says she's never noticed that you... She's never noticed that you always buy the same kind. But yeah, ever, ever since I've been able to buy my own toilet paper, that is what I have bought. I have tried other brands, but no. Okay. Well then, I think that's everything. I can't believe we're going to end on that. This is episode 326, recorded live on Saturday, September 21st, 2013. Random topic, rolled ahead of time. What is the difference between cheap batteries at the dollar store and the standard brand name equivalents? Uh, failure rate, quality, price, and length of power. Like how much power they produce. I was actually just going to say it's the basic actual materials that the batteries are made out of. Yeah, well, that's along the lines of quality. I was saying quality of the material. I mean, they're both going to be uh, whatever, not nickel cadmium. What what are most battery alkaline batteries made from? You would think that the dollar store batteries are actually alkaline batteries, but they're not. They're not? Okay. No, no they're not. Well, there you go. In they this actually case, have to. In this case, you get what you pay for. I'm actually trying to figure out the because uh, the batteries actually have to be called specifically certain things. Like there is a, a zinc carbon battery that has to be marketed as general purpose, and there are other batteries. Like if you go to the dollar store and you see the heavy duty or super heavy duty batteries, those are zinc chloride batteries. So okay, so your average alkaline battery can normally do about. I think it's, what, around 2,000 milliamp hours. Some of the newer ones can get up to 3,000. Okay. These zinc chloride batteries, so the heavy-duty batteries, yeah. are about 1,000 to 1,500 milliamp hours. So they last half as long. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and those zinc carbon batteries that you'd probably find at the dollar store, 400 to 900 milliamp hours. So don't buy them. Well, if you just need a battery for, like, an hour or so... 
then, then it's okay. I guess, but it's still just, they're not good batteries. Yes, they're very, very, very cheaply made. And they're definitely, you know, not like the lithium-ion batteries or the nickel-cadmium batteries. Right. Or the nickel-metal hydride batteries or the nickel-zinc batteries. Are you just reading off of Wikipedia? Half reading off of Wikipedia, half actually remembering stuff that I had to learn from electronics class. Okay. Well, I, I think that's it for the differences. It's a pretty clear-cut random topic. It is. I've actually found out there's a lot of people who actually randomly go out and just test the batteries for cost and milliamp hours to figure out where the best place is to buy batteries. Mm-hmm. Like, Consumer Reports, I think, does this, like, every single year. They just go out and test all the different batteries to see what's the best power per cent ratio. And it actually turns out the best place to buy batteries is actually at Ikea. What? Yeah. The Ikea battery I, if, packs if are actually, like... you live near an Ikea... Yes, you have to, you know, live near an Ikea. But normally they have the best cost-to-power ratio. Okay, I think that's it. Yeah, PC Magazine had done a topic about that. I'm actually pulling it up there to see okay. the next best one that's, you know, not an Ikea not battery. Ikea. Really, you're taking this article and splitting it into more than three pages. Stupid page view counts. And no, I don't want to sign up for your thing or your, uh... Waiting, waiting, waiting... Andy, our listeners want to go. It looks like the Radio Shack Enter Cell is the best one. That's not IKEA. My God, Radio Shack actually has a use. I know it's crazy. Okay, are we done? Yeah, I, I, yeah. The batteries are there's. That's what the difference is. The materials that they're actually made out of, and the cheap batteries are cheap for a reason. Yeah. And <laughs> tech tip: buy your batteries at Radio Shack. It seems. Evidently so. I'll have to go stuff at a Radio Shack and see if they're actually there. See if they have batteries. Okay. Instead of, you know, cell phones? Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Indeed, indeed. All right, so I guess that's a wrap. This is episode 327, recorded live on Saturday, September 28th, 2013. Random topic? Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Kermit the Frog famously lamented, it's not easy being green. Do you agree? I mean, if you were... So there's a couple ways to look at this, right? Are we talking about green skin or green with envy or whatever? Green skin would be pretty difficult to go through life. Or you could think about um, being green, like environmentally friendly. Ooh, also somewhat difficult to actually do that properly. Oh, yeah. I like that one, though. That's probably the easiest of them all, to be green, to go through your life being you know, green with uh, actually being green, of, of being eco-friendly. Being green physically would just be kind of bad. When I was uh, always played Clue with our family. You were Miss Green, Mr. Mrs. Green? There was no Mrs. Mr. Green. Green. There was a Mr. Thank green. you very much. Right, the plant. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that from the movie. I thought guys like you were known as a fruit. Ha ha, sexism. But it is hard being green sometimes. Green as in? Environmentally friendly. Yes. Well, because sometimes when you, when you try to do something to be green, in order to do it, you are actually spending more energy. Yeah, like the um, E85 gasoline. Yes, it's not fossil fuel, but you're not really, you know... I think it's like a negative energy process, like the fact that we have to put more energy into it to convert it than we would actually get out of it. Yep, it's problematic. I mean, hell, even... uh, So, like, most Priuses... More fuel was spent to move the Prius from the plant to where it's being sold than the Prius will save in its lifetime. Yeah, it's those um, shopping bags that you, you know, like the Meyer Target shopping bags, the multiple use mm-hmm. ones. I think somebody did a study that uh, in order for it to be environmentally friendly, you have to use them, I think, at least 50 times 
to save. I mean, I could, I could see using one 50 times, though. That's not bad. The average American only uses one, I think, in their study, like 22 or 23 times. Oops. And then they get bored of them? Well, they start to break down, and so people will throw them out. Oh, no, no, that's bad. Yeah. Being green is difficult. Being green with envy, that's also, you know... I couldn't imagine going through my whole life being green with envy. I mean, at some point you get over it. Of other at some point you get over it. And if you don't, then you need to change something. Or am I wrong? No. Makes sense. Okay. Being green skin. And, and it it worked for the Orions. The what? No, original Star Trek. I haven't gotten that far in the original Star Trek series. In the 2010 reboot movie? I have no idea what you're talking Uhura's about. Uhura's roommate, the green-skinned alien. The stereotype about Kirk always making out with a green-skinned alien girl. Okay, yes, that one. There you go. Yes, those are the... Sorry, there's just a lot of that movie that I just the, don't want to remember. Those are the Orion aliens. So, works for them. I think you just put us down a rat hole. Another rabbit, rabbit hole? Yeah. Okay. Are we... I think we're probably done then. Yeah, I could say so. Okay. So is it... It's not easy being green. It isn't. No, it, it really just isn't easy being green. Nope. There is in no way that it would be easy to be green. Nope. Okay. Then that's it. All right, that's a wrap. This is episode 328, recorded live on Sunday, October 6th, 2013. Got it. Random topic. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. What would the plot be for a movie based on Settlers of Catan? Oh, crap. A movie um, based on Settlers. So we, we can, we've got two paths. We can go like the direct route or like the battleship route or somewhere in between. <sighs> so I'm thinking um, like people washing ashore. Oh, okay. Here, here. Ready? All right. You have three warring nations. Yes? Okay. There is a naval battle, and three ships, one from each nation, are, are caught in this battle. And maybe, you know, like, there's a storm that shows up, and and they they get all blown to this island, the Isle of Catan. And they all wash up at different points on the island and have to start surviving. And whether, you know, they have to survive against the island, they have to survive against each other. And they have to try and find a way off. But there's no point in Catan where you have to try and find a way off the island. Andy, <laughs> there's no point in Battleship where you have to fight aliens. <laughs> oh, very true. Um, I could see this more along the lines if instead of a movie, a Game of Thrones type television show. Okay, I could do that. Screw, yeah, screw the movie. Just have it be a TV show where you're having warring... Three warring families, because mm-hmm. there's going to be definitely a lot of political oh, but, intrigue. But I still like this. the idea of, of the the shipwrecks because it means that they start from scratch. Okay, a TV series where there are three shipwrecks. Laura says it's Australia and that it should just be a penal colony. There would be definitely a lot of backstabbing then. Yep, there'd be a lot of backstabbing, and it would explain the robber. Ah. Although the robber could also just be like this mystical force on the island that's like, no, today you cannot mine. It could be a whole subplot of what? Who is this robber? Right. What is their goal? <laughs> Why is Why? this person preventing access to clay? <laughs> Why is there a polar bear on the island? No, no, not lost. So you're thinking no movie. You're thinking TV show. I'm thinking it'd be better like Game of Thrones. It's true of a lot of things, isn't it? Sometimes movies work. Well, no, but I was like, just you—you you could say that would be better like Game of Thrones. Um. Ah uh, no. Maybe not a wedding. <laughs>
Worst wedding theme ever. <laughs> the Game of Thrones themed wedding. Why'd what? you pick red? Why, as yeah, why your are the color? invitations red? <laughs> yeah, just go with it. Everyone forgets about the other wedding in Game of Thrones, though. I haven't read any of Game of Thrones, so I have no idea. Oh. I just know what people tell me. Are, are you just not going to read it? Do you see how big those books are? Yeah. I've got three library books to read right now and the book club book to read as well, which I also checked out from the library. I have so, four library books to read. Andy, right just go check out Game of Thrones. But it's so big and heavy. Then get the ebook version of it. I honestly have RF manuals that are smaller than Game then of Thrones. Then get the ebook version of it, Andy. I can give you the audiobook version of it if you would like. How many hours is that? Not many. How abridged is that? Not at all. Really? It's it's not? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's unabridged. Read the damn book. Otherwise, I will make it my, my uh, book club book. Oh, son of a bitch. Just so that you have to read it. I will sacrifice my book club book. So just read it. I'll put it on my list of things to read. Okay, thank you. It's a pretty big list right now. I think there's like 60 books on there that I have That's a to big read. list. Let me currently actually tell you, because I use uh, Goodreads. Da, 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 my books. Da, 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 da. To read. I've got uh, 48 books on there right now. Okay, 49 now. No, actually, um, Game of Thrones is on there. Oh, <laughs> well then. We've probably had this uh, discussion before. No, we haven't. I just realized sooner or later somebody's going to be like, you need to read this book. and I'll be like, mm-hmm. It's on my list. It's on my list. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Yeah, A Game of Thrones. It's number 10 right now. Good. A Song of Ice and Fire number one. Is that actually what the name of the series is? Yeah, A Song of Ice and Fire. Why don't they call it that? On HBO? Yeah. Because everyone just knows it as Game of Thrones, which was the first book. Okay. And you also never see it as a song of ice and fire. It's always like A S O I A F. So that's not confusing at right, all. Right, right. You look at that like what? G O T A S O I A F. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to say a movie. I'm going to say Game of Thrones. You're going to say, a TV, but you haven't seen Game of Thrones. But I know enough of it to say no, that you, it would you work. Can't, but you know, Andy, you have to. We'll revisit this. <laughs> I, am I wrong to suggest that a Game of Thrones TV series would actually make sense with Settlers I mean, of Catan? I mean, a TV series would work for Settlers of Catan. Because this is not. The game does not easily. Translate some movie. Well, but then neither does Rock'em Sock'em Robots. That was actually a pretty cool movie. Right. That's my point. Like, the game doesn't translate, but someone managed to do it. Yeah. Okay. It was not we need good. to wrap up. Okay. That's a wrap. Bye. This is episode 329, recorded live on Sunday, October 13th, 2013. Random topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. What would you say to your seven-year-old child after you discovered they had just listened to every episode of RA Podcast? We have an explicit tag on here for a reason. Yes. As we have, you know, just talked about the word fuck for about five minutes in this episode alone. So my seven-year-old child just listened to the entire archive of, let's see, seven times 50 is 350, right? Yes. Um, plus the existing 350 or so, 700 episodes. So where did they get 700 hours? They literally just spent a month. That's, that's assuming, by the way, that I were to have a kid born right now. <laughs> Which I doubt is going to happen. Not happen. So 
we'll we'll call it an, an even thousand hours. <laughs> wow, that's that would be impressive. Well, Timmy, where did you get this free month of not Time. doing anything? And why are you listening to podcasts that are explicitly listed as explicit? Yep. Bad, Tommy. Bad. Go to your wait. Why did Timmy's name change to Tommy? I don't know. I'm horrible with kids' names. You're a terrible parent. (laughs) I know. I am. For no other reason than you just let your seven year old, seven year old, listen to a thousand hours of RA podcasts. I didn't. They did it on their own. I didn't know about this. As I said. I'm not paying attention to my kids. When are they listening to this, Andy? It's not like they're doing it while they're driving. (laughs) You should be aware of what your seven-year-old is doing for a thousand hours. It's 11 a.m. Do you know where your kids are? No. No. No, It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Do you know where your kid is? No. No. Andy! Wait, why is this on me? Your kid, too, has also been listening to a thousand hours of this podcast. I've been listening with my kid, and we've been talking about it. Oh, right. My kid's been sitting on my lap while I record. Because he's, you know, not pushing buttons. Right. He's Well, he's finding all the, the topics for us. Child labor. Nope. Oh. Nope. 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 Critical thinking skills. <laughs> Child labor. Wait, you're having... Dude. <laughs> I'm just pointing out the fact that in the future, you are still not finding topics for this podcast. You're giving it to your kid to find. Hey, I listed like five topics today. True. So that's five out of how many topics so far we've done? Fourteen. And last week? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> You're a bad parent. <laughs> I'm a bad parent. You're just being a lazy jerk. Yes. Parents, not in clear. It doesn't matter if you're a parent. You're just being lazy. Yes. Oh, I'm going to break something after this podcast is over. I'm not sure what yet. Just don't break the microphone. We need that. <laughs> well, no, I like this microphone and, and the microphone stand and the laptop. And the yes. Mic stand and and I don't want to break anything. That's Kate's. No. Screw it. I'll go running. I need to go running today. OK, go run. Don't break yourself. No, especially since I'm running a marathon next week. Right. Breaking myself now would not be the best plan. Oh, Laura's pointing out, I already said don't break anything that's Kate's, so I guess I don't need to say don't break yourself. Wait, I'm definitely Kate's? There you go. I am not going to disagree with that, but I'm not <laughs> how I feel about that. I'm not going to disagree, but... Someone once said that whenever someone uses the word but in a sentence like that, you can ignore everything they said before that. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm disagreeing with you. I don't mean to offend you, but... But... (laughs) Right. God, I hope my seven-year-old kid has not spent a thousand hours listening to RA Podcast. What what is your thought about listening to our archive? Because we are a weekly topical discussion. I think that some historian is going to stumble onto this and be like, what the fuck? I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, yes, we have our entire back catalog connected to our RSS feed. Mm Mm-hmm. But... But is it still topical? Do you want me to change that? I don't know. I can't. I mean, it's like two or three lines of code to change that. And only have know. it do like the last 20. What What are your thoughts on that? I think we should just keep it. Okay. Because it's, it's, you know, some some podcasts that I have actually been listening to the previous ones are still, you know, interesting. Like the, one of the podcasts I'm listening to, which is called This Week in Radio Tech, where they actually talk about, you know, topical things about radio technology. But still, they also go into asides about, you know, things that are not weekly topical, but 
things that you know should still know. So I, I, it could go either way. Okay. I don't know. I'll think about that. You do so. But my seven-year-old kid, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> well, at least you are now caught up on um, 2006 through today in the video game and technology industry. So what do you think? Go back to playing Minecraft. Terraria. Minecraft. Terraria. Minecraft. It is not Minecraft. It's Come a play t- Terraria with us. No. No matter what you say, I'm not going to play Terraria with you guys. Okay, but you are going to play Deadpool. Sure, if you give it to me. Okay. I might need remote access to your computer for a minute. That seems a bit silly, for you, but anyway. Are, are we done now? Yep. Okay, that's a wrap. This is episode 331, recorded live on Sunday, October 27th, 2013. Okay. Random topic? Random topic. <laughs> How deliciously ironic. What is your favorite fast food restaurant? So, <laughs> after, after, after talking talk- about <laughs> running for health, yeah. what is your, your favorite fast food restaurant? Fast food restaurant. On a side note, I normally actually go and try and my, my post-marathon or race meal is actually going to uh, McDonald's and getting a Big Mac extra value meal, large size. Ooh. I'm not a fan of Big Mac. I do get their double quarter pounder with cheese meal, though. God, I can barely finish a double quarter pounder. Really? That is a lot of meat and cheese. I Before I was diagnosed, I would actually eat two. Holy cow. I'd just, like, sit down and start eating and keep eating. You know what I actually have to say? The best McDonald's I had was when we were going to see curling in London. There was a McDonald's there, and they were selling double Big Macs. Ooh. So you'd get yeah, twice you could, a- you could probably try and order a double Big Mac here. Yeah, I haven't actually tried that. I they do allow you to order off the menu from time to time. I'll have to try that when I'm ever at McDonald's and, you know, it's not crazy at 1230. Right. Um, so McDonald's is definitely high up on the list. I can't deny that. Does Chipotle count as fast food? No, you're, you're in and out pretty quickly. So if Chipotle counts, then I think Chipotle probably wins for me as far as favorite fast food. It's damn tasty. You know what's also damn tasty and also freakingly fast? Jimmy John's? Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's is pretty good. Oh. I I don't know. I mean, Jimmy John's is, is, I look at it as kind of the healthier alternative, and so it's definitely higher up because of that. I get the the nine on which, which is a lot of meats and cheeses and lettuce and no bread. But But you would still like your Chipotle burrito? Well, no, I get the burrito bowl. Oh. Because I can't have a burrito. You can't even have the corn burrito? I haven't checked. But why would I do that when I can get a burrito bowl? True, and sometimes you can actually get more meat in the burrito bowl than you can in the burrito. And in fact, what I do is I I basically make a dip. So I go to Chipotle, I get uh, a barbacoa bowl with the corn and the tomato sauces and the cheese and lettuce and fajita veggies and rice and beans. And then I just buy a bag of chips. That could work. And I just dip the chips into the bowl and scoop it up and it's delicious. I wonder if I could blend it. Will it blend? I could blend that and actually have a dip. It would be gross, but it would <laughs> taste so good. <laughs> oh, um, I like pot bellies. What is with me in some places? Okay, pot bellies is not fast food. I figure, I figure fast food is any restaurant where you don't have to sit down first. Andy, you can go to most restaurants in order to go. True, and that will still take some time to make. Pot bellies, normally we get in, we can get in and out of pot bellies in 10 minutes if needed. Noodles and company, is that fast food? I don't know. I've never actually been to Noodles and Company. You've never gone is, to a Noodles and Company? I know, which is surprising with the amount of pasta that I do eat. Andy, I think I have to take you to a Noodles and Company. 
I know there's one on Westnidge. I could go there right now if I wanted to. It's pretty damn good. I do actually need to eat lunch. Go to Noodles. Try it out. Kate will ask me, why did you go to Noodles? Dave told me to. <laughs> he started with, would you kindly? I had to. <laughs> would you kindly go check out Noodles and Company? <laughs> okay. There we go. That was such a good game. Oh. Such a good game. If there were any game that I could willingly forget so that I could play it again. It'd be that one? It would be that one. Yeah. The, the reveal is just so well pulled off. Okay, and I do, um, some of them are hit and misses, but Subway's actually pretty... No, no, no? Subway, Subway lost all respect from me when I found out that their salad costs extra. What? Yep. To make a sub into a salad, which is to say to leave off the bread, which is the most expensive part of the sub, costs extra. Well, that's not right. Yeah. So I dislike Subway. I dislike him because I can get basically two meals for five bucks. From one sub? Yeah. Foot long? Yeah, foot long with everything on it. Yep. That thing is freaking massive. And it's full of veggies too, so you're just like, oh, I'm fine with this. <laughs> so it's got to be good for you. Yeah, not the way that I... Uh... It's one of those things where people are like, oh yeah, Subway's the healthy choice. I'm like, not with the food not, that I get. Not how I order it. <laughs> I get my uh, Italian BMDs, so I have two types of Italian think, pepperoni and salami and some ham on there, too. And then I add oil and vinegar and mayo and chipotle. It's it's not healthy by the time I get out of there. No, no. McDonald's fries. Oh, I don't know what they're doing with their fries, but I have not had any other fries that have tasted as good as McDonald's fries. McDonald's fries, I think, are probably... See, the thing is, you can't say which one do you like the best. They all have good pieces. Yeah. Burger King of, like, all the fast food, major fast foods... Best salads. And the Hershey pie. And evidently a Hershey pie. Wendy's? The Frosty. Oh, the Frosty. You, I mean, Dairy Queen doesn't have that. It's not nearly that good. I think Wendy's also does all the spicy chicken stuff the yep. best. The like, spicy the chicken Wendy's, Wendy's saying their have, nuggets. Yeah. yeah, Wendy's does chicken good. There's no better chicken sandwiches than Wendy's chicken sandwiches. Um, the, the, I mean, McDonald's nuggets are okay, but McDonald's fries really takes the, the winner there. Chipotle's gonna be your best burritos. Taco Bell's got, like, the most food for your buck. Yep, Taco Bell. If you just need food... Just go to Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Three tacos and you're good. Yep, for, like, three fifty. And it has Baja Blast, which is the best Mountain Dew ever, which you can only get at Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. KFC? Never actually been to KFC. Yeah, nothing from KFC. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it, it, there is no single best. It's hard to give a favorite when you enjoy all of them for different reasons. Right. It's like asking me which of my children I would prefer. You have no children. I have no children. So it's not like asking me which children would you prefer. Okay, it's asking which of my hypothetical future children do I love more. Does that work? Kinda. Okay. What if one of your future children is a dick? Do you think I would have one of my kids grow up to be a dick? Well, do you? I'm just gonna stay silent. Oh, come on. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't pick a favorite. It, we've gone over good things of each of them. Yeah, it's really hard. To All right, so let's, let's do this. Instead of picking a favorite, Andy, if you could only have one fast food restaurant for the rest of your life. If I was stuck with one fast food restaurant the rest of my life. Yep, like if you were going to go out for fast food, this is the only place you could go. I would have to say Jimmy John's then, because it is my... For the reason is the fact that normally when I go to a fast food restaurant, I have a very specific item or two items that I would normally choose to eat. And that's it. I would only pick like one or two items off the menu. Mm -hmm. With Jimmy John's, though, I have the largest selection of things that I have tried and enjoyed. Okay, so, so you have the most versatility. Yeah, I have the most versatility coming from one restaurant. What would you say? Probably Chipotle. Similar reasoning, that there's there's multiple ways it can be prepared and a lot of different things you can do. Well, there's our answers, then. All right. There we go. So, uh, I guess that's a wrap. That's it. 
This is episode 332, recorded live on Sunday, November 3rd, 2013. Okay, random topic. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. If you, yes you, had a pet unicorn, what would you name it? Lunch. And why? So what would you name it? You didn't hear? No. Oh, I'll say it again. It, it loses some of the effect because the idea is that it was the immediate response, but uh, lunch. Was that actually your answer? No, that was not actually my answer. That was the sarcastic Dave is a dick answer. My actual answer, if I had a unicorn, what would I name it? Well, Andy, as you should know, unicorns are incredibly intelligent creatures. I would not get to choose its name. What? How do you... (laughs) Okay, Uh, really, I don't know what I'd name it. I I was never good at coming up with names for pets. I would call my unicorn Robot. Robot, so that you had Robot Unicorn? Mm-hmm. Hi, this is my unicorn Robot. Robot Unicorn. Uh, and then I can tell it to attack. Robot Unicorn, attack. No, is it, is it Robot Unicorn is the name? Cause yes. If you, if, okay, so your unicorn is named Robot Unicorn. Not Robot, but Robot Unicorn. Like, Unicorn is its family name. Sure. Its first name could be Robot, but its, its surname is Unicorn. Or I can name it Always. Always? Always. I wanna be with you. I was waiting to just try and get that into your head. I was pounding. Sooner or later, something was going to cause it to crack. Yep, except, you know what? What? Laura dressed up as a unicorn for Halloween, so it's been in my head all week. So <laughs> the only thing is, now it's in your head, too. That's fine. Yeah, I really don't care if it's in my head. It's fine. The, the, the bonus is, nothing can stay in my head. It just leaks out. It just, the amount of absent-mindedness that's up there, oof, it's gone. Now I have Katamari Damashi going through my head. That's how quickly things can change up here. How? Aha, there you go. Ah, I still have to come up with a name, don't I? Yes. And not the name that Laura suggested earlier. Yeah. Um, 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 chocolate. Chocolate? my unicorn chocolate. If it's a white unicorn, would you name it Are white chocolate? Are there any other types of unicorns? I don't know. I am not up on my unicorn folklore. I suppose they could be other colors. Because there are lots of colors of horses. That's a given. Yes. I don't know. Yes, I will name my unicorn chocolate. Mostly because there are chocolate-covered pretzels right here, and I really want to eat one. And European folklore, unicorn is often descriptive as a white horse-like or goat-like animal. Goat-like? Goat-like? A goat unicorn? A unicorn goat? Andy, you blew my mind. Laura says she has a book about unicorn goats. I need to go, Andy, before this gets any worse. Well, there's a brown unicorn in this 1500-year pin painting. Supposedly the throne chair of Denmark is made from unicorn horns. Pretty sure it's not. Most people think uh, it's narwhal tusks. Also, North Korea claims to have found unicorns, and also not true. Okay, anyway. (laughs) I think we're done. I guess that's a wrap, then. Okay. This is episode 333, recorded live on Saturday, November 9th, 2013. Random topic. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Of course you did. Well, I always roll ahead of time. That's my point. Go on. That's my little spick. Go on. Okay. What invention would the world be better off without and why? If you could turn back time. And not fight zombies. And not fight zombies. And Has stop. there been any invention that... Would be, the world would be better with off without. Would it be weird just to say the gun? I don't know if we'd be better off without it. I mean, people would still fight. Yes, people would still fight. And but... gun leads to propulsion leads to rockets, leads to GPS space, and space yeah, exploration. Yeah, space travel and such. So that wouldn't work. Right. I mean, maybe. so maybe look at the other way. 
gunpowder could be the invention. The gun doesn't necessarily need to be. The invention of using small metal projectiles traveling at extremely high rates of speed towards to, people. To pierce other people. <laughs> yeah. And animals, too, because, man, yeah, but- how quickly how quickly did the gun wipe out the buffalo? Very extremely fast but like you said yeah guns led to space programs right and you know buffalo being slaughtered was sad but led to sustaining a large population well a majority of the time not a lot of the buffalo was actually used. yeah i know because it was stupid people stupid old people <laughs> destroying the world uh i mean oil refinery kind of important here for for our way of life Maybe fracking. I'm having a hard time coming up with anything, Andy. What invention would the better world be better without? I feel like something that, I don't know, if there was anything that made it easier to get oil. But we need the oil. <laughs> I know, but if oil was harder to come by, then we have already gotten just farther. Just spending al- money on gas. Okay, so gas would have been more expensive, but do you think that would have driven more alternate fuel technologies quicker? Um, maybe? Like, if the oil crisis in 1970... But, but- been a sustained oil crisis could we could we definitively say the world would be better because of that i don't know maybe we would have gone nuclear a lot earlier and then probably had more trouble with things like chernobyl and three mile island and such and fukushima and oh yeah right yeah so i i don't know i'm having a hard time coming up with a technology or uh, other invention that if it hadn't been discovered or created, we'd be better off. What about mustard gas? Is there any positive aspect of mustard gas? As a nerve agent? Yeah. I mean, there has to be. So I think that was only invented just to kill people. I don't think there was any positive aspect of that. Hang on. Positive results of mustard gas. Really? There's a website about that? No. Oh. There's no direct website about that. Poisoning, long-term effects, poisoning, poisoning. Yeah, it looks like mustard gas. Well, <laughs> I mean, except that without mustard gas, maybe World War One would have turned out entirely different. Mm, true. And not necessarily in a, a good way for the world. True. Granted, the way that World War One kind of... It was ended. not a good thing for the world to begin with, yes. No. See, when I, whenever I look at this, though, of like, how would you change history... I, I always look at Voltaire and be like, this is the best of all possible worlds. People could spend their whole lives playing the what-if game, and that's, right. not, that's not good. Better to take what you've got and find ways to improve it. Yeah, you cannot change the past. It's physically impossible. Physics gets a little cloudy there. Yes, but yes. I know the whole time. But in our current state, you cannot change the past. Right. You can learn from it. And not repeat it. And hopefully not repeat it. Yep. But you cannot change it. There we go. What what invention would we be better off without time travel? <laughs> that way we wouldn't have questions like these. You just you're just not allowed to think about it. Just won't work. Yep, no time travel. Nope, just off the table completely. Right. I might just go with mustard gas though cuz like I said, I would love if somebody could point out to me a positive aspect a, a, of mustard a, gas. A positive result of mustard gas. So something that because of experiments with mustard gas. Yes. That improved people's lives. Hans, I'm putting you on the case, because you're probably going to do it anyway. There we go. There we go. All right, well, on that wonderful happy note. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Mustard guess. Mm. Okay. See you later. All right, that's a wrap. This is episode 334, recorded live on Saturday, November 16th, 2013. 
All right, Dave. Random topic time. Random topic? Yes. What's the random topic? Actually has to do with a house. A tree house. A tree house? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Not a tree house of horror. No. Oh, those are good episodes. When was the last time you watched an episode of The Simpsons? A couple months ago. Okay. It's actually one of the random topics is something along similar to those lines. Okay, anyway, this random anyway. topic, tree houses. Did you want a tree house when you were a little kid? Yes. We had one when we lived in, in Ann Arbor. It wasn't really a tree house, though. It was basically like a, a wooden box up on stilts. Because <laughs> that sounds safe. Well, if you got, as long as you got cross members going, it should be safe. Right, sure. <laughs> totally doesn't sound safe at all. <laughs> All I'm saying is you just got to get cross members so the legs don't flay all out. Yeah. And you don't get, you know, wind. So, to... so you had a treehouse, sort of. You had a treehouse-ish figure. Until we moved to Celine. And then the treehouse itself was deposited in the backyard, but never actually erected. So it was just... It just sat there, didn't it? It just sat there, yes. For how long? The grass. Oh, for many, many years. Until how long? I, I don't actually know how long. I don't remember. But I remember at one point I used to, because uh, it actually had like a shingled roof on this thing. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was fun to just like climb up the box since it was on the ground and just walk around on the roof um, until one time the, the roof caved in while I was on it. Oops. And then basically at that point, I think it sat around for like two more years and then we finally got rid of it. Wow. But yes, I would like, you know, an actual treehouse. I wonder if I could put a treehouse. There are some trees at the top of the hill in the backyard, and if you could put a treehouse in those trees, you'd have a view of, like, the entire city of Verona. But also, it depends on the tree, though. Yes. Depends on the tree. Also depends on whether or not those trees are on our property. Laura is saying they are not. Probably can't put a treehouse up there. You could plant a tree. And then there are actually rules about planting trees. What? Yeah, it's weird. Owning a house is weird, Andy. (laughs) So rules about planting trees? Yep. I know you should always be careful about how big the trees get, because you gotta worry if they're too close to the house. I think it's something like the roots are about the same size as the reach of the branches. branches. Uh, It depends on the tree. So you gotta be careful to make sure the roots don't actually go into your... uh, Remind me at, at second Thanksgiving to show you the roots of the maple tree in my parents' backyard. Did they start to, you know, get into your drainage system? No. Oh. But remind me to show you the roots of the maple tree. Okay. All right. Yes, I wanted a treehouse. I never had one. I never had a tree that would really support it. That said, what would I have done with the treehouse? I probably wouldn't have gone up there. I wouldn't have sat in it. My basement was my treehouse. It, no, yeah, that basically was. <laughs> We'd show up at Dave's house. Let's go downstairs. Yeah, go downstairs. That, like, that was it. That's what happened when people came over. We went downstairs. Unless we were playing diplomacy, and then that was in the middle room, and then everybody went everywhere. Everyone went everywhere. Including outside. Yes. But did I have... No, didn't really have a treehouse. I had a box. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There was no trees involved. That's it, then? I do believe so, yeah. Did you... Did you no, didn't have one didn't have nope okay cool bye everyone that's a wrap this is episode 335 recorded live on saturday november 23rd 2013 so yeah that was random review random topic
Someone is quoted as saying, hell is other people. But Streisand saying, people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. I don't know if you're lucky to need people. Well, I'm just saying that's the, the, the lyric of her song is yeah. people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. With whom do you agree and why? Neither. It, this is not really a black and white question because... Well, it's it's not mutually exclusive. No, it's not. There are some people, if you're around them, it's hell. That's just a given. Like they're assholes. Yes. Hi. I'm actually a pretty cool guy to be around, I swear. Um, but needing other people does not necessarily make you lucky. Having other people that you can need would make you lucky. Having other people that you can call on. Right. Because, yes, there are, there are times where I'm just like, I don't want to be around anybody. Yep. But you know that if you had, like, some catastrophic catastrophic event and everyone else couldn't make it, you could come and say, like, Dave, I need you to do this. And I might make fun of you for it, but I'd get out there and help you. Very true. So I, I disagree with the concept of people who need people are the luckiest people. If you have people you can call on when you need people, you are a lucky person. Yes. But then you also should not have to rely yeah. on people. Needing people... Sorry, Kate had a question. Okay. About um, people you rely on? Yes. And Kate is reliable. Yes. Um, sorry, that completely destroyed me. Derailed your, your yeah. yeah. Train is gone, left the station, Andy was sitting on the uh the gate. Platform. Platform, yeah. There you go. Yes, you you should need people but not rely on people. You should be able to do some things yourself. I.e. change a flat tire. Yes. Everyone should be able to do that themselves. Because it, it would be ridiculous to put something simple like that. Oh, crap. Do I have a jack in my car? Do you even have a spare tire in your car? Yes, I do. Oh, really? Yeah, the Prius has a spare. I thought the Prius just had a fix-a-flat. No, it's got a spare. Oh, well, good. When are you switching over to your winter tires? Uh, three days ago. Oh, good. Yeah, and now that I have a house, I have a garage, I can store the other set of tires. Oh, even better. So I don't have to pay them, like, $80 a year. Well, there you go. Yeah, winter tires. Amazing. What about you? Hmm? When are you putting your winter tires on? I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. There's other things I need to fix with the Jeep first. Okay. And that just took a chortle out of Kate. <laughs> also, chortle is a funny word. Chortle? Chortle. A short laugh? I think it starts with a C. C-H-O-R-T. Yeah, C-H-O-R-T-L. Yeah. I, I know the word, Andy. Okay, funny word. Funny, funny yeah. word. So, yes, there are times you need to be alone, but then there's also times where you need to rely on people. Just don't make it a habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's my two cents on that topic. Okay. Anything else? I got nothing. All right. Well, I guess that's a wrap, and I guess I will see you on Saturday, if not earlier. Yep. Looking forward to it. All right. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye, everyone. This is episode 337, recorded live on Sunday, December 8th, 2013. Random topic. Random topic, rolled ahead of time. What would you do if you discovered a nuclear suitcase bomb in your parents' house? How am I discovering, like, I just open it up and I look inside and I'm like, oh, that's plutonium. the, The question is, what would you do if you randomly stumbled across a nuclear suitcase bomb in your parents' house? I would probably get in the car and start driving away while simultaneously dialing 911. I know my parents sometimes buy odd things. Yeah, I'd be a little concerned, like, why is this at my parents' house? That is an excellent question. And why in the basement of my parents' house? I mean...
If, well, no, no, it didn't say. It doesn't say basement. It just says you randomly stumble across. Oh, it. I, okay. I was just picturing basement because I was thinking about your parents' house and where would you randomly stumble across a briefcase bomb? And let's be honest, it would be in the basement. Yes, it would be in the basement of my parents' house. Which or the garage? Which or the in garage? In the basement, it's not going to do much. Right, even if if it were in like the first floor of your parents' house, a suitcase bomb, a suitcase nuclear bomb, isn't actually a nuclear bomb. No, it's a do it's a dirty bomb. Right, right. The whole point of it is just to spread radioactive material, not produce a radioactive explosion. I love how there's a Wikipedia article for suitcase nuke. Yeah. You want to do it in like a crowded area, not a subdivision. But I would definitely be calling 911 unless I had the hotline for like the IAEA. If you had the hotline to get into Nest. In, into what? Nest, the nuclear something something team. Okay. Probably 911 and let them handle it from there. The Nuclear Emergency Support Team. There you go. Part of the Department of Energy. Like, so I have a bomb. I don't know what to do with it. Please come take it away. Okay. According to Wikipedia, the lightest nuclear warhead ever acknowledged to be manufactured in the U.S. was 11 inches by 16 inches in a cylinder that weighed 51 pounds. That is a heavy cylinder. Yes, it is. So it It was 11 by 16? Yes. Okay. Go on. It is not small enough. To fit in a suitcase, but they say it is small to fit in a footlocker sized container so or a, a duffel bag bomb. duffel bag would also work yes so it could actually be like a nuke nuke yeah the uh does it say what the yield on that is six kilotons of tnt equivalent okay so that could still do some pretty serious damage yes yes it could i'm i'm not i mean what why would my parents have such a thing that is the excellent question that is the question that they would have to answer to the authorities would you even hesitate before calling the authorities probably not yeah i think on something like that they're getting a phone call yeah well okay suitcase bombs geez anything else you you want to talk about andy no that was the random topic so we are uh, i guess we're done okay well thank you very much everyone that's a wrap This is episode 338, recorded live on Sunday, December 15th, 2013. So, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Which Kardashian would you trust the most to babysit your future children, and you must select one? You must select a Kardashian. Yes, it uh, in, literally, in parentheses, it said must select one. Gul Dukat. Who the hell is that? Oh, that's right, you never watched Deep Space Nine. He's a Kardashian. No, no, I said Kardashian. Oh, uh, Kardashian. okay, I actually wouldn't trust Gul Dukat anyway. He's, he's kind <laughs> of a dick. I'm like, he would from be the, the, the main protagonist or antagonist in, in the entirety of Deep Space Nine. I'm like, so. I remember from the little bit of Deep Space Nine that I watched that weren't they also in the next generation as well the Kardashians? yes yeah. okay from what they, i've watched they were the ones, well. you know the really famous episode there are four lights yes oh yeah that's oh. A, that's the Kardashians. yeah i wouldn't trust them with my future children either like super bureaucratic race that kind of thing yeah no 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 babysitting from them i don't know garrick is pretty cool garrick's one of the best characters in all of star trek I don't know who you're talking about unless you're if you're talking about Deep Space Nine, just assume I don't know what I you're know, talking about. I know, which is a shame because it re- has Kate watched all of Deep Space Nine? I'm not sure, but I asked her about it and she said, if you're going to watch it, you're watching it on your own. Okay. Ask her about Garrick. <laughs> okay. Okay. So not Kardashian, but Kardashian as in I know like, there's one of them named, up with the Kardashians. I know there's one named Kim. Yes. But I'm thinking there's more because it's Kardashians rather than Kardashian. So there's Kim. There's Kim. She's, and, and if I had didn't have Google, that's where I'd have to stop. Uh, but there's also Chloe, who I gather is Kim's sister. <laughs> okay. That's all I've got. 
Cardassian. Known that there are four lights. That that was all Dave's fault. <laughs> Kate just came into the middle of this conversation, which was like, "How did you go from that to that?" And so I had to try and explain it to her. Oh God! So there's there's Courtney with a K, Kim with a K, Chloe with a K. No. Yeah, Courtney with a K. Wow. Born in '79. Born in '80. Luckily, he had a son named Rob. '84. Glad he didn't name his kid Kevin. Uh, Kendall and Kylie. So yeah, I don't know. I I'd roll a random number. Have okay, so Courtney maybe, and Kim maybe take- Courtney, who actually worked as like a lawyer. <laughs> oh no, wait, that's her father. Yeah, her father. Her father was a lawyer. Trial. Maybe I would actually just have the father. <laughs> He's dead. I know that would be the best one. He was he was OJ's defense attorney. Yes. Holy shit! So that's where their fame came from. Yes. Wow. Wow. Uh... Yeah, I'm trying to see what sort of uh, business career she has. She created a sunless tanner. No. That's uh, no. a clothing boutique. No. no. She endorsed a weight loss supplement. No. <sighs> Let's see what has Chloe done. Not much. Acted. Chloe released a fragrance. She also wrote a novel. The Kardashian Confidential. I, I can feel right now, right here, right now, Andy, I can feel the, the neurons of my brain just disconnecting and trying to leap out of my ears. When you said that in my mind, do you remember the movie Clue? Flames <laughs> from the side of my head. Oh. Is that what you were going for? Yes, that was exactly what I was going You're for. You're welcome. I mean, at this point, I'd, I'd flip a coin or roll a, a die and die. Oh, God. Has anybody in that family done anything worth doing besides the father, who is a successful defense attorney? What about the mom? What has Chris Jenner been doing? Oh, she was an airline stewardess. So, yeah, that didn't work. Yeah, no. She tried doing a t- daytime talk show that, uh, after six weeks, was canceled by Fox. I... I have to pick one? You have to pick one, yeah. Roll a D3. Well, what about Rob? Rob Kardashian? Yeah. I don't know, what's he doing? Uh, he did Dancing with the Stars. He's got his own sock line. Um, he was going to attend the University of Southern California and study law, but then the law, said that, law school said that he uh, never even applied, so that didn't work. Like, they're all famous for E! and and other TV shows, and... Yeah, I do oh. I'm... I, I, oh. Can I really just leave them with the, the dead father? Well, maybe some of the half-sisters. Nope, just no. looked. No Kendall, no Kylie, no Brody. Brody. Kind of a name is Brody. <laughs> Kate says they don't count because they're not actually Kardashians. Okay. I'm going to go with Robert Kardashian. I'm going to right. leave my kid with a, a dead guy because I think that would be better than leaving it with any of the living Kardashians. And I have to go, like, soak my head in bleach now. I gotta remember to keep this topic on hand because it actually made Kate leave the room. That's impressive. I know. I have to remember that for the future. So yeah, I, t- I don't. I'm, I'm gonna go with the, the Robert Arthur Kardashian, the younger. The younger. Go with that one. Where he's not on my list. Okay. I mean, he started up his own sock line. Ah, he's young. Well, younger than we are. He's 26. Yep. Oh goodness. Okay. Well, that was fun. <laughs> On that very Ow. uplifting note of, oh my god, why are these people famous? Yeah, fame begets fame. <sighs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> Alright, that's a wrap. Hell no. Okay, bye everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at... RA Podcast, 
or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.